Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, January 25th, 2021. As the Senate prepares for an impeachment trial, the Republican Party is searching for a path forward. We'll discuss that, plus Biden's promised COVID relief package is already facing some resistance among moderates. And finally, a barrier-breaking moment between the nation's first black vice president and first black secretary of defense. We expect the House of Representatives to send over the article of impeachment it passed against Donald Trump a couple of weeks ago over to the United States Senate around 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern today. This formal process is what kicks off the Senate impeachment trial, the second one of now former President Donald J. Trump. The jurors, meaning the 100 United States senators, will be sworn into their role tomorrow But due to an agreement between Chuck Schumer, the majority leader now, and Republican minority leader Mitch McConnell, the trial will not formally begin arguments until two weeks from now. The paperwork will be issued to President Trump. A summons uh, will be issued to him. His defense team will start to be able to put together their briefs and deliver them to the United States Senate, as will the House impeachment managers. But the actual trial will begin the week of February 8th. The big question remains whether or not there are going to be 17 Republicans to join with all the Democrats in voting to convict President Trump, even though he's already removed from office. Will two-thirds of the Senate do that? It seems unlikely right now. Why? Because of this internal strife inside the Republican Party. It is not just a no-brainer in today's Republican Party to simply say, the evidence is pretty clear, Donald Trump incited this insurrection. He did so by teeing it up for two months with the big lie that the election was fraudulent, and there is no more impeachable offense than that, than sending a riotous mob to attack the citadel of democracy, the United States Capitol, to overturn a free and fair American election. It it just doesn't get more clear than that. But it's not clear for Republicans because it's not where their voters are. It's not where the base is. And what is becoming very evident as more time goes on here is that there may just be a handful of Republicans willing to convict. The vast majority of Republicans either want to ignore this and just move on or want to firmly stand in Donald Trump's corner as yet another demonstration of fealty. You want to hear from different wings of that Republican Party? Here's both Mitt Romney and Marco Rubio yesterday. What is being alleged and what we saw, which is incitement to insurrection, uh, is uh, is an impeachable offense. If not, what is? I think the trial is stupid. Uh, I think it's counterproductive. We already have a flaming fire in this country, and it's like taking a bunch of gasoline and pouring it on top of the fire. But of course, this reckoning inside the GOP is happening in lots of places, not just related to the impeachment trial. We've just learned today that Senator Rob Portman, Republican of Ohio, is announcing his retirement. He's not going to seek re-election in 2022, leaving open a Senate seat in a critical state, Ohio. Part of the reason why Portman says he's leaving is because of the gridlock in Washington, and he can't get anything truly done in terms of big policy goals for Ohioans, for Americans. His open seat is going to play out in this intra-Republican Party fight. So now when you have a Republican mainstream establishment like Rob Portman bailing, not fighting to stay in the United States Senate, but leaving the political process. What does that signal to 
the Republican Party about how to move forward with the best equipped nominee to keep that seat in Republican hands. Look at Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas running for governor. Her video launches today with complete fealty to Donald Trump. She was his press secretary. She clearly thinks that is the best way to win her primary in Arkansas and win the general election as governor. And in Arizona over the weekend, you saw the Arizona Republican Party censure the likes of Cindy McCain. Jeff Flake, the former Republican senator there, even the incumbent governor, Republican Doug Ducey, got a censure from his own state party in Arizona. Cindy McCain calls it a badge of honor. But again, this is an example of how the party itself is split and not necessarily an even split over what to do in the post-Trump era. How do you remain loyal to Trump's base of support and all those voters while still trying to broaden the coalition since the party obviously lost the House, Senate, and presidency in the Trump years. This is the political storyline for the GOP going forward in 2021 and 2022. Now, here's what else matters today. Janet Yellen, Biden's Treasury Secretary, is expected to be confirmed by the United States Senate later today. That'll be the third cabinet secretary to get confirmed for Biden and the first female Treasury Secretary in American history. As you know, Yellen has urged Congress to go big when it comes to the relief program that the Biden administration wants to enact. That $1.9 trillion spending plan was briefed to moderate members, Democrats and Republicans of the United States Senate by high-ranking Biden officials over the weekend. It did not appear that out of that meeting was some huge consensus among these moderates that said, yes, let's move forward with $1.9 trillion. In fact, several of the moderate Republicans, including Mitt Romney and Susan Collins, seem very skeptical of that big of a price tag and that broad of a relief program. Even Angus King, the independent from Maine who caucuses with the Democrats, had some skepticism about the price tag. This is going to be Joe Biden and his administration's challenge. If you, out of the gate, don't have a receptive audience to folks in the middle, uh, the moderate middle of the United States Senate, how on earth are you going to get to 60 senators supporting that? And that is why many Democrats believe Biden will eventually have to take his relief program and do it with Democratic votes alone. And finally today, after a meeting where President Biden reversed President Trump's controversial ban on transgender service members of the military, Vice President Harris performed a ceremonial swearing-in for Lloyd Austin as defense secretary in the Roosevelt Room at the White House. Think about this. You have the first black vice president swearing in the first black defense secretary. And when you look at the racial makeup of the service members of the United States military— These two political leaders are far more representative of what you see in the men and women who put their lives on the line to protect the United States. And yet we've never seen it before. It's an astonishing image, and it is one that will be recorded in the history books of this country. Yes, it took until 2021, but it is an image worth noting. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.